Hello, everybody, and welcome to Blown to Bits. I'm your host, Ryan, and I am joined by a man who lost a mustache-growing competition to 12-year-olds, Charlie. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> true. I'm also joined by our co-host, the man whose only claim to fame is giving Polly Shore a handjob in a truck stop bathroom, Adam. <laughs> hey, everybody, that's me. <laughs> yuck, yuck, yuck. <laughs> All uh, right, so what are we going to talk about today, guys? Well, I know first order of business is um, Charlie needs to give us his review of Dragalia Lost. Dragalia Lost is something that I thoroughly enjoyed playing. There's a multitude of different levels that you can uh, actually invest in, like whether you want to build up your team with all sorts of really interesting and animated anime characters, or um, you can buff up your dragon that you pair with. Or um, just make your own little kingdom, which is a lot of fun. Um, so I was actually uh, kind of taken aback by how much I enjoyed this mobile game. Um, before, like, you know, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, time gaps, like where it will make you stop playing for a little bit. I haven't actually reached that wall yet, so... What kind of game yeah, is this? And, like a dungeon um, crawler or something? I also noticed with this game, it is it is a gacha game. Hello. Adam, can you hear us? <laughs> we lost Adam for a second. Oh, no. It is a gacha game. So that being said, it does rely on an element of chance. So it's not it's not 100%, you know, you know, you buy this game and you play through it, you can unlock everything by paying this one price. Like there's going to be stuff you're probably never going to unlock in this game. So, what type of game is it? Is it like a dungeon crawler or a, yeah. like a base building or what? Yeah, to a degree. Like you can play certain quests and every quest that you want to uh, play it just downloads onto your phone. So like you don't have to worry about like downloading a big file size at once. But um, basically like it's it's a top down like you drag your, your thumb and like your, your character like goes in the direction that you're pushing your thumb at and you just tap to attack. Um, there are different like abilities that you can like push on the screen and you can actually transform into a dragon for like the overpowered attacks. Well, it totally fuck face. shit up. Yeah, <laughs> majorly. Um, but there's like, you know, I'm, I just completed chapter one and I, I had like at least 15 to 20 missions mm-hmm. and there were like at least seven boss battles is what they call them. But they're just like basically big enemies. That yeah. You fight. Um, but the narrative's pretty cool. There's like uh, you're the youngest of the seven children of this king, and you are you're sent out to make this dragon pact. So like you find this one dragon, you you prove yourself to him, and he says, "Okay, fine. You and your friends can <laughs> can transform into any dragon that you want or that you have um, at any time." That's exactly what he sounds like too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> But it's got like a super cute poppy Japanese soundtrack to it, and all the characters are really well like voice acted. So I, yeah, I they are. That was the thing that. that caught my attention at first was the voice acting is really good in this game, like top top notch like RPG style voice acting. So I there's no no complaints I have about the sound design to this as well. And all the characters um, are constantly dancing to the music. So they're always moving um, to like the beat of, you know, whatever songs playing. And it's really, really funny to see. It's almost kind of like 
uh, New Super Mario Brothers is what it reminds me of. How everything oh. was always like they would hop like whenever it'd be like wah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, they're in the middle of like this war style uh, conflict, but they're just all super happy and bouncy all the while. So it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's very welcoming uh, from what I've gathered. So one to ten. I would give it um, for a mobile game. For a mobile game, uh, a seven, seven point five, because like it doesn't feel like it's really pressuring you to, uh, you know, progress through so much. Like you're not in any hurry, and that's what I really appreciate about mobile games. Like they allow you to take your own pace to it. For me, I'd give it, I'd, I'd give it an eight point five probably for a mobile game. And that's solely based on the fact that Charlie's right. It doesn't pressure you, you know, but it does um, allow you to also do real-time multiplayer, like co-op. I have not explored that avenue yet, but uh, I hope to get your friend code sometime tonight, Adam. So we, oh, we might yeah, be I forgot able to, about that. We might be able to explore it together. I still haven't given you my, my Switch friend code or anything, yeah. Friend codes. Yeah. <laughs> I know they're, st- they're still fucking doing that. Just let me search by email. Well, you can you can do a few more things on the switch now. Like you can search by like you can link your Facebook account and any of your Facebook friends that have done that. Well, you can pull them up and and things like that. But you're still uh, you're still pretty limited. Nintendo's just they're they're so hesitant to join you know, the online industry in the correct way. It drives me nuts. Like, they're they're getting there, but they still, well, like... One thing I did like about the, the friend code is when my kids played, I didn't have to worry about weird people adding them. Yeah. Because, yeah, the only way that they could add people is if they had their, you know, their buddy's friend code. Now, that can't... You can do that on Switch now. Um, so, like, if you play a game with somebody, you can go into your, like, friends section and you can see people that you recently just played a game with and mm-hmm. you can add them that way. So, that that is possible, but it's still kind of clunky because I have to, like, you know, go out, go into this weird-ass menu and do all that, you know, and I'm probably not going to do that in the middle of a game. Yeah, well, I mean, it doesn't matter. They've got, like, 400 stranger friends on Roblox that... They play with every day. <laughs> that game is really creative. There's a ton of shit you can do in that game. My daughter, she plays the crap out of it. Have you seen uh, all the the stuff that you can make in that game? I, I've like glanced at it just to make sure that it was like a safe game for her. But I know like her and her best friend, that's like their social hangout when they're not at school. Is they get on Roblox and they hang out at the same. Uh, server area you can make your own game in roblox like literally program the rules everything that's pretty cool yeah she keeps telling me to check it out but i I feel kind of too old to play roblox you are i mean it's a cool little thing there's a lot you can do i do know that there are adults that play it and have fun it's not Mm -hmm. our our type of thing you know what i mean um but i'm it's kind of like minecraft like minecraft is a great game but I've just outgrown it. Yeah. I mean, Minecraft, I, I still see its merit. You know what I mean? It's just, I can't, it can't hold my interest very long. Mm-hmm. It it held my interest when it was the only base building game out at the time. 
Yeah, like, it was when, incredibly when unique. It, yeah, when it came out on 360, I mean, there was no other game that you could actually just spend hours and hours building your own creations in, but, I mean, now there's plenty of games like that. Yeah, um, you've got so many knockoffs. I think uh, Trove, we had more fun with Trove than we did with Minecraft. While Trove has slightly less building options, um, Trove had really fun combat. Mm -hmm. It was a lot better uh, multiplayer in Trove. Yeah, in well. in Minecraft, Minecraft, when you're playing multiplayer, it's just kind of like, oh, what do you want to do now? Oh no, let's mm -hmm. fucking dig. <laughs> let's wave at each other. Yeah, like, but I'll teleport to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, but in Trove, you could you could actually go through. There were dungeons and everything like that, and you, mm -hmm. it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I did have fun playing with my kids on Minecraft. I I spent a whole week one time creating an entire labyrinth that was a good mile uh, long and mile wide. This was back when we were on 360, I think, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Because I, I remember logging in. I was like, what are you doing? Because you had been on Minecraft for days, and I was trying to get you to play, like, Call of Duty or something. And I was like, dude, what are you doing? Come play Call of Duty. And you're just like, no, man, I'm making this really crazy thing. <laughs> you're all, like, quiet and secretive about it. I got tunnels everywhere. <laughs> oh, dude, I made the most crazy labyrinth, like like from the movie Labyrinth. It was huge. Is that, is that what the movie Labyrinth was about? <laughs> it was about a big maze with uh, little puppets, and they took their heads off and danced. I thought it was all about Bowie's codpiece, but... <laughs> <laughs> there is a special line in the credits just for that codpiece, so... <laughs> is there really... No. Oh, okay. I was <laughs> <about to> say, <laughs> in my I heart, almost, there's there's a line for. for I almost would have believed that with how incredibly <laughs> intrusive that cod piece. You know what I mean? Be like specially designed by blah 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 blah. <laughs> like, I I do tell people that that is a significant character in that movie, though. It is. It is. It is Bowie. Bowie's just attached to it. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. Still a good movie. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I I do miss the. the I I was more into. Um, I like the Dark Crystal better. The Dark I, Crystal was good. Uh, Labyrinth was better. I don't know, man. Labyrinth to me had some stuff in it that just was didn't even need to be there. You know what I mean? Some of the musical scores in that in that movie, I was like just when the those creatures like took their heads off and like danced around. Yeah. I was just kind of yeah. like, that's useless. Yeah. But it had Bowie and it didn't have the, the Martians from Sesame street. Yep. 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 No, 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 no. I was in the Taco Bell up in Sevierville. And for anyone that doesn't know Sevierville, it's the most redneck part. Of the area that I live in. They got fucking go-karts, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there was a lady in there. She was eating, and she looked exactly like one of those Martians just sitting there. <laughs> and I'm over in the corner just trying not to laugh. And I'm, like, poking my girlfriend. I was like, have you ever seen the Martians <laughs> Sesame Street? I was like, look at that old lady. And she's like, yeah, it looks just like them. No, you mean uh, yap, yap, yap. Yap. <laughs> she's sitting over there eating, eating her taco. 
Oh my god, dude, that would just slay me. I, I wouldn't be able to handle it when somebody eats to where everybody notices that you're eating. <laughs> I can't handle it. <laughs> I think I was the only one that noticed. Oh, it was severeville. Everybody's like that. Yeah, that's true. I was about to say. I I remember I, I dated that one girl from Sevierville, and she was cool. Her family was, uh, you know, they were definitely country. They weren't like super redneck. But um, update to the story from last episode about the lady that blared on her horn in the parking lot when I was picking up the kids. Oh yes. Um. So. After that, you know, I remember I told the teacher, you know, what was going on and everything. And the teacher was like, we'll take care of it. I go back to pick up uh, the kiddo from school yesterday and they had coned off that entire fucking area. (laughs) (laughs) The lady can't even go over there anymore. (laughs) Oh, I was losing. I was looking for her, like, to see if she was parked somewhere. And so I could pull up in front of her. But damn it, I couldn't find her. her. Yeah, just give her a couple birds real quick, you know. Something. I'm just mean like that. <laughs> um, okay, so real quick, this is huge. Who watched the gameplay trailer that they released for Red Dead Redemption 2? Nope. Don't, <laughs> don't all jump up at once. <laughs> okay, so... I saw a screenshot of a alligator. Yeah, it was a great looking it, alligator. It looked real. Yeah, it really does. Like you chuckle, Charlie, but you've got to watch this fucking trailer. In fact, I'm going to make you watch it. I'm going to post it uh, in our Discord after this. And the the main thing I want you guys to see is the storm, like how the rain and everything looks. It looks so real. Like I literally just sometimes would want to just log into this game and just chill out in front of a saloon while a storm's passing through the town, just because that seems relaxing. Yeah, it looks Play that some good. Poker on a, a porch. Yeah, just like just hang out with buddies, um, kind of like Grand Theft Auto Online had. They had some pretty good um, mm-hmm. weather effects in that game too. Oh, I'm definitely looking forward just to kind of hanging out in that game. Now, I don't think it's been announced for PC yet. Um, I'll be getting it on PS4 for it. Okay, so we're just going to do our thing and split the cost? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, you got Black Ops, so I'll get Red Dead. When does it come out? Uh, October, so like the 26th of this month. Okay. Very soon. Yeah. Sweet. Well, if you're going to get it, then hell yeah. I'm, I definitely want to play it. Make sure you clear space off your hard drive. This game is fucking huge. It's 105 gigabytes. Woo. Yeah. That's like EA. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> hold on. Let me do the math here. That's like 2,400 binding of Isaacs. I mean, it is a good unit. I mean, Star Wars Battlefront 2 was like 100 and something gigs. No, it was uh, 67, I believe. I think it was over 100. No, I've got it installed on my computer right now. Oh. It's like, yeah, it's like 60 something. Um, now, Battlefield 4 was over 100. That might be what you're thinking of. Maybe. Battlefield with 4 with. Add-ons. Yeah, all of its expansions, everything, it was over 100 gigs. Charlie, what's the biggest game you got on your hard drive? I don't really, I don't check the file size. You know, I got a PS4 Pro and I just have so much space on there. I haven't had to worry about 
deleting anything or managing most of the games that you have aren't very large games though i don't think file size wise this is true like i'm a big like kind of indie gamer so like if anything's under a gig i more than likely have it because i just pick up those small little pixely kind of fun games and well playstation plus is probably just a dream come true for you because they give you so many of those for free Oh, dude, yeah. Plus, I have a PlayStation Now, which just recently was a, gave, gave you the option to download some of those games. Like, which is so a lot better. Of, yes, instead of, like, streaming at 720p, you know, I, I can run them at the, the full, like, you know, remastered um, resolution. So, you know, I've been actually playing the first Project Cars here lately, um, being a hellion. Uh, riding some go karts. <laughs> oh yeah, wasn't that kind of like PlayStation's answer to Forza? Yes, yes, most definitely. And if I had an Xbox One X and a 4K HDR TV, Lord knows I'd be playing Forza twenty four seven. I forgot you're like really big into those racing games. I love racing games, but I'm just not the best at them. Like Mario Kart, I don't really consider a racing game. That's more so like an arcade kind of battle racer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like Mario Kart racings, has a lot of random chance added to it. Most definitely. The only racing that I really got into was the the Burnout series. I yeah. knew. Yep, I was right. I'm right there with you. Burnout is hands down, in my opinion, the greatest racing series to ever happen. Mm-hmm. And that's more arcadey than yeah, than totally like arcade. Or, I, I can't do the the realistic. Uh, I can't either. Games they're they're too slow for me. No, I just love being on a track with like sixteen other racers, and like even though I'm not that great at it, you know, I just love being in the middle of it all, just trying to make those those passes and trying to perfect my curves and times. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. I will I'll pick them up for the visuals because um I used to work for GameStop, so I had the the fortune of being able to I could check games out, like just take them home with me and play them for a few days, and then just bring them back. I didn't have to pay anything. Right. So, like, I knew I w- didn't want to buy it, but when uh, Drive Club came out, I grabbed that, took it home, and I don't know if you... Did you ever play Drive Club, Charlie? No. Dude, that game is fucking gorgeous. It's so beautiful. Just the the night and day effects, driving on the side of a mountain in this winding path in these, like, little villages with, like, lights hanging and everything. It was gorgeous. You would love that game. It's kind of a mix between arcade and sim. I would definitely get behind that for sure. What I really want to try though, um, my buddy has the PSVR and he has, I think it's project cars Two That's VR or it could drive, be drive club. club. Yeah. That's drive club VR. I um, think project cars is as well though. It could, it could have some VR, uh, support, but you know, I would love just to be immersed in that driving element. I in, played, in VR. see, I would try that. If it, it is was v, it, like VR racing that I could probably get into. It's cool. I I played Project Cars on the um, the HTC Vive at my buddy's house, and it. I'll, I'll say this: you can tell there's got to be an obvious downgrade to graphics in some ways. You know, mm-hmm. they they have to do that. There's it's impossible not to, but it still looks really good. It it, it looks excellent. And the trippiest thing ever was instead of instead of having to like 
use my right stick to to look around and stuff. I could just turn my my fucking head to check my blind spot, and that was the weirdest feeling ever in a video game to me. <laughs> like I just turned and I was like, yeah, and I didn't even think about it. I just did it. Like I just turned my head and I was like, wait a minute, what the fuck? Like <laughs> I found myself like trying to drive straight with my head turned to the side to look over a cliff. Like it was wicked, dude. Dude, I've never used VR. I'm jealous. It's oh, really it's, cool. It's another world. I just don't know anyone that has one. Um, it's it's really cool. It's definitely not where it needs to be yet, though, in my opinion. Oh, definitely not. No, I would say give it another three, four yeah, years? three or four years. Yeah, five years and it's going to be perfect. You think yeah. with, like, the next PlayStation... Uh, console they'll probably get it right no doubt um it's already done pretty well on if you have a ps4 pro um in the playstation vr it's it's not too expensive it's very entry point compared to the other vr headsets which the vive will set you back over a thousand dollars if you want the really good one playstation is what like 400 um no i think it's less than that it's if you just want the core headset you don't have to get like all the extras and stuff so you already got a mm-hmm. playstation camera it's like three 200 or 300 something like that yeah like 350 with the full setup with like the two little batons or whatever i think yeah and it Not comes bad. with a playstation camera a game and the two like move controllers and the headset mm-hmm. for 350 i think the worst thing would be to play uh a horror game like outlast i VR. did play one um, there was there was a couple that came with the uh, the VR like when it first came out they came out and mm-hmm. uh, they're pretty terrifying. Um, they were definitely fun, but I'll tell you the most fun I had on that PlayStation VR was Eve Valkyrie. It's like the excuse me I'm burping I'm, my dinner's kicking my ass right now. Um, Eve Valkyrie was kind of like it's first person you're in the cockpit of this ship and it's just an online um, dogfighting game like in space I, I remember the trailer for that that was one of the launch titles for the VR wasn't it mm-hmm. it it's really good dude yeah I remember you talking about it when you when you had the VR it'll throw you for a loop though I mean it'll really mess with your head at first because um, you use your your reticle, like your head, to lock on missiles, so you can be flying a completely different direction and just turn your head and lock on to someone. It was uh, really intuitive. Yeah, it's not so. <laughs> Work your neck muscles out for sure. I think Doom would be really fun to play in VR. Yes, they have that Doom VFR. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm it's, just saying things I think would be fun, whether they exist or not. <laughs> They have Doom. Now, they they did change Doom, though, when they put it to to VR. Instead of letting you constantly move around, which they said they were afraid would make too many people so sick because it's so fast-paced, you, you, like, point your controller at a space you want to move to and then click, and it'll, like, teleport you there. And then you can, like, look around freely and everything. You can still play it where you can move around freely if you want to. Um, I think that's an option, but the main mode of play they wanted you to do is like the teleporting thing because it was less nauseating. Yeah. They need to make a 2019 version of Time Crisis VR. Dude. That would be so sick. That would be so good. I miss playing Time Crisis way too, too much. Light Gun Games need to make a comeback. 
It would not be that hard. I mean, look, the Wii um, kind of brought them back. There was, like, the House of the Dead games came to the Wii, and they were really good on there. Mm-hmm. I played that with my daughter when she was, like, five. She loved yeah. it. Just point and click. It's it's great for kids. It's fun for adults. Resident Evil had two uh, really, really good in-depth light gun style games on the Wii. Um, the Umbrella Chronicles. Yes. I played that. Dude, they were great. They were long. Like, you could upgrade your weapons just like other Resident Evil games and go back through and keep redoing missions. Yeah, a lot of collectibles as well, too. Tons. Um, did you play the... De- uh, I know I talked about it, I think, was it last episode? The Dead Space one? Did you play that, Charlie? No, I did not, but it, I would definitely pick it up. It's very, very similar. In fact, actually, I don't think that was on an episode. I think that was just me and you talking, Ryan. I told you about it. Yeah, well, I mean, you can get a Wii now at, like, a pawn shop for, like, 20 bucks. Oh, so yeah. It wouldn't be hard to go back and play. No, it wouldn't at all. Like, Wii games are so cheap. Dirt mm-hmm. cheap right now. It's in its, like, deathbed, and it'll go classic after a while, and then it'll be more expensive. But right now it's, like, at its deathbed, you know, so everything is dirt yeah. cheap. I wouldn't mind picking one up just to play Wii Sports Resorts again. I, I miss love- bowling. I miss golf. Really? I never got into the golf. I, maybe I just sucked at it. God. There was Golf was great. Yeah. Golf was great. Oops, sorry, I hit my mic. Oops. There was uh, many, many nights where Charlie, our buddy Rod, and I would stay up very late, very drunk, playing uh, Wii Golf. We all got to the pro score pretty fast and yeah. kept it there. And that was on Sports Resort, right? Not the first mm-hmm. one. It was the first one. The second one we didn't like because they they changed the way that you play golf to where uh, the uh, indicator would actually go side to side. Oh, weird. Yeah, it it messed the whole game up for us. Frisbee golf was great on Sports Resort, though. Mm -hmm. I remember enjoying that uh, thoroughly. I, I was all about the bowling on the first one. That was my favorite. Yeah, the bowling was fun golf was my jam though and then on the sports resorts i really liked the the hang gliding yeah the hang gliding was really cool and i liked the um the sword fighting was really Mm -hmm. fun with two people it was really hilarious the dumbest thing was the bicycle where you just basically jerk your controller off to <laughs> it's like that mini game on the mario party on wii where you have to shake a soda can <laughs> like you know what that looks like everybody in the fucking room is just masturbating profusely <laughs> i've had enough practice with that already i don't need to do it anymore oh man well i think that's about all we got time for today uh thank you guys so much for hanging out and a huge thanks to who ryan starts with a D and then an A David damn. God damn it He <laughs> was so close oh man okay well a huge thanks to Damien um, our only Patreon subscriber and um, yeah so you can find me on Twitter at Talion that's T-A-L-L-E-E-O-N T-A-L-L-E-E-O-N and Charlie where can you be found I'm at at Shunt trip.com s-h-u-n-t underscore t-r-i-p that's also my musical uh, moniker as well which you might hear some mm, moniker second. ryan what about you bud i'm on twitter doing blown to bits 
Somebody come talk to me. <laughs> He's <Lonely>. so lonely. <laughs> Starting a new Twitter does suck balls, man. Like, there's nothing to do. I'm posting gold and everybody's like, I don't know who you are. Fuck it's off. A, it's a fucking self-esteem killer starting a new Twitter. They literally just like watch people completely blow you off all day long. Like no fucks given. I don't know. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.